1: Ahoy hoy everybody Hey I am back in the proverbial saddle It's not really a saddle, it's a seat uh, This is Jeff, <laughs> your host for the Hooniverse Podcast And I believe it's episode 119 But we suck at math, so who the fuck knows uh, We're joined tonight by pr- Pro, what did, I, what did I say your title was? I don't know Coast, pro producer? I don't fucking remember, that's predator? Chris Hayes It was something predator. dumb that we, we were okay Sexual with. predator Chris Hayes He's registered. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a title I don't need. No, no, no. No. Shave your beard. No, I'm just kidding. Uh,. That other voice you heard, you sometimes know him as Bark, but we're going to call him Mark. That's fine. Mr. Baruth, how's
0: it going? I'm super fantastic, Jeff. Thanks Some, for having me, man. You wear 100% less glittery <laughs> stuff than your brother. I do, but I'm also like 80 pounds lighter than he is, so anything yes. I wear would it's be all beard and hair. hair. It's all beard and hair. Uh, and me. also, everybody
1: listening right now is like, holy shit, there's two of them. I but know.
0: If, they know if they don't know, now they, who they you
1: are. know. But they already know the of stuff. We have the elusive on
2: microphone, Harrison
1: Burdane. Yeah. Hello, super secret TST ninja editor. Constant. I don't
3: know how I've stayed off camera for this long, but it's great.
0: Well, you're not on. Camera. You're still not on camera. I
3: know. I don't know. Did somebody <laughs> tell you we were filming this? Because no. <laughs> I got a secret. <laughs> little
2: the worrisome line. thing
3: is, is if we
1: it's start doing show. this new studio, that might happen. It's a cam show. Everybody. Oh god! <laughs> so normally when we kick these things, these things off, we start about we start talking about new cars. Um, and there's some good stuff out there um so i normally have notes which makes this way easier but i've been tired because i have a new baby so you can all kiss my ass not not you guys here at the table well not you guys listen a little rude it's very rude but occasionally we get um rude here and you're allowed to swear and we're drinking beer who brought this beer by the way did you bring some beer? I in? didn't bring
0: any beer. Okay. I'm just, I'm
2: I just think that's, that's remnants of TST. Wow, well, okay. so
1: they, they actually had halfway decent beer in the fridge
3: for <laughs> a for change. That. It might have been Jonathan. Jonathan Klein. Klein.
1: Oh, good for him. Thanks, Jonathan Klein from BoldRide.com uh, and occasional universe <laughs> substitutos. <laughs> Thank you very much. And occasional TST. And motorcycle crasher. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's been good stuff. So, the one car that I keep popping up, and it's confirmed now, the Trackhawk. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, how fucking awesome is that?
0: It's kind of awesome. It's
1: kind of it's it's kind of awesome. It's, th- it's the ex- it's
2: the epitome of American excess.
0: Yes, it's, which which is great. I mean, if you think about, it, I mean, in this era where we're trying to minimize American exceptionalism in every way possible, shape and form, uh, you know, just to be like, fuck it, man, let's put seven hundred horsepower in a Jeep. Right. And you know, I actually, uh, my dad has a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, rear wheel drive he lives down in Hilton Head South Carolina and he brought up the Carolina Motorsports Park when we were doing some testing recently for uh, another publication and we took that thing out on track and it was kind of awesome so it's a newer one yeah so one of the newer ones they're uh yeah.
1: and inside if you get say one of the mid to higher spec ones mm-hmm. they're they're basically luxury vehicles
2: absolutely they're yeah. super nice well they're just one one notch below a rover I'd say at this point yeah yes and, and a lot less that. money
1: yeah, yeah. Way, way less money um, so
2: but the, I think the interesting thing is is with this Trackhawk, is BMW going to come back and retaliate with the X5 because they're kind of living in the same place now?
1: Whatever. BMW. <laughs> <laughs> they just put out something that all their cars are going to be electric in 10 years. You know, whatever that fucking report Boogie, was. Woogie woogie woogie. Also, when you said Trackhawk, I already in my head read Jalopnik's headline for when they write the title Trackhawk. It's definitely coming from
0: July. I'll, I'll talk to Patrick about that. let we'll see what we can. We'll see what we can do.
1: It, Awesomeness Manifesto 3.0 is coming now. After that, um, so the the neat thing about this is it's kind of taking back the mantle because a few years ago the Jeep Cherokee Jeep Cherokee SRT8 was the fastest of the SRT vehicles mm-hmm. because of all wheel drive, and right. then the other cars got faster and and blah blah blah. This is taking it back. Zero to sixty is supposed to be under three, like two seven or something. Bananas, insane. Cocoa banana bullshit. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah.
2: The, the only thing that worries me is I've seen I've been around some super super powerful jeeps like uh, supercharged SRT eights, and um, they're not the greatest as far as actually holding up drivetrain wise
1: because mm. all that shock just beats the hell out. of Yeah, it. but I mean this this drivetrain's been out there. I have, and I could be wrong. I'm not in the fucking you know. LX forums and all that shit. So I have no idea if there's like a conspiracy of Hellcat. <laughs> that was a beer burp. Sorry, a conspiracy of Hellcat uh, powertrain issues. Yeah. And I know it's different because they're doing it. With well, the no, drive I think vehicle. it's going to be
2: okay. I, I think your regular Hellcats with two wheel drive are going to be okay. But when you dead hook with four wheel drive, that's a lot of strain.
1: Yeah, but they're, sh- they're going to be sending, I mean, I'm sure the torque vectoring is going to be like, all right, 99% to the rear wheels, and then we're rolling, okay, send 30%, 40%, meter it out. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, it's definitely a- an interesting problem. Um, and I'd be curious if they knew from the beginning of the Hellcat program, if they're like, oh, it's going to be fun when we do the Jeep.
0: Oh, yeah. I think, I think this has probably been on the boards for a while. Um, yeah. My only question is who's buying it? You know, because, I mean, it's it's one of those things that, like, whatever the production numbers are, they're not going to be huge for sure. No, so, no. I mean, I'm sure they'll reduce the demand below or the supply beneath the demand. But, um, you know, I just, I just wonder, like, who's thinking, yeah, that's the one I want. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's not, that's you a, can
2: probably mark the entire run of this Jeep up to a marketing expense at Chrysler. Sure. That's that's probably what it comes down has to. Has because, to be. I mean, how many SRT8s did you see? I mean, it's a rare day when you see an SRT8 Jeep. Yeah, run, it, right? is. Now, it is.
1: Now, I wonder. I, I would love to know. The internet sucks here, so I can't. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> um, I wonder what the production run of the SRT10 RAM was, and I'm really curious where the Trackhawk will fall. I feel like we I, well, and there were I two, two versions we of that
2: RAM too. There was the first one with the manual that was a single cab, and then there was a double cab that went with an automatic after Really? Yeah. Why do you know that? Uh, I used to live in Florida, <laughs> so I used to see them. You
1: used to see them on their sides on the side of the road. Like, yeah. ah, uh, just take a right by the uh, Dunkin' Donuts and take a left of the flipped over srt By 10. the Rumblebee. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were lots of Rumblebees. Lots of Rumblebees. that ah, spoiler, ads, so much downforce. Yeah, I in Kentucky.
0: Trust me, it's like the home of the Rumblebee. Oh, yeah. man.
1: Uh, that is fantastic stuff. Now, I mean... I can't wait. I really hope I f- weasel my way into the, the press launch of the Trackhawk um, because, it's. I mean, it's going to be... You usually get some love from Jeep, don't you? Uh, not Jeep, but Chrysler in general, we get yeah. a little bit of love, but we don't always go on their launches. So mm. actually, a friend of podcast, Matt Farah, and I were on the launch of the Charger Hellcat, um, but we were both on basically the mommy blogger wave. So I don't get invited uh. to a lot of their launches, but yeah. this one I'm going to be like, hey... Your videos on my channel have been killing it. Seriously, like if you go look at Hooniverse YouTube right now, um, there's a number of uh, Dodge videos that are Mm -hmm. near the top. And we just put out our our latest one we just did was the – it has a really long name. The Dodge Challenger 392 Hemi Scat Pack Shaker Plus or something like that. Uh, and the car's pretty fucking awesome for not, you know, somehow. Is some there supposed to be
2: like a colon in
0: that name somewhere? It should be.
1: No, they should just call it like the Dodge Challenger. Fuck yeah! Uh, you know,
0: like, ugh, Google like, reads that. They're like, oh my God, I don't know how to index that yeah. at all. Like, there's it's, too many
1: words! Right. You're, you're, you're trying to cheat SEO. This, <laughs> we can't do yeah, this. We can't do it. Uh, but not that, getting green on the, that one. The car was fucking badass for what it was. I think it was, um I'm trying to think of the price, mid to low 40s. Right. 485 horsepower From the 6.4 liter Shaker hood Which actually moves Not at idle anymore Those things don't move at idle Because the engine mounts Are better than the old car (laughs) But when you dip Into the throttle It twists It's kind of cool The one I drove Had the 8 speed But that's actually A good 8 speed Right And you just You don't even need To turn traction All the way off You put it in sport and you just can fucking sit there
0: doing circles. It's so much fun. Well, the funny thing about the, uh, the halo effect that the Hellcat's having on the on the 392s is that there, those are getting really impossible to find now. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, my, my esteemed editor over at The Truth About Cars, Mark Stevenson, has been looking for a Charger. Um, you know, three ninety two, and those are even getting really hard to find. I bet, I bet. Um, So it's it's doing exactly you know anybody who questions the marketing strategy that you know that CDJR has had with us or FCA or whatever the acronym you want to use, um, it's working. And they're they're not only selling all the Hellcats, they're selling all the three ninety twos too. Yeah,
2: yeah. They just need to pull the trigger and do what needs to be done and put that motor in the Viper. And kill that Viper V10. Oh. Again, I mean, I guess
1: they keep saying, like, it's a packaging issue, right? It just doesn't fit. Yeah, but fit. That's,
2: that may be the case for right now. But there's going to be a refresh on the Viper in probably three years. So that's a long way out, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you, the new Viper... Um, ACR? ACR is just bananas. I've Speaking heard, of bananas, yeah. it is bananas. And I get that. You, you, and
1: wait, I get that. Have you driven it? Yeah. It's bananas. F- yeah, it's, it's bananas. bananas. The
0: shit. It's bananas. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm fortunate to have an older brother who uh, who gets these things through road and tracks sometimes. And uh, oh my god, just like it's 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 the most raw car you'll ever drive in your entire life. And you and you have
1: a fair amount of track experience yourself. I do. I do. Your uh, your Boss 302 is it a Laguna Seeker or Is it just a? Uh, no, I have kids, so I need the backseat. <laughs> right. Uh, And then you also have a... Is it a Fiesta or a Focus? I have a Fiesta ST as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have fun cars. I do. And then this ACR Viper is just... Unreal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean the Boss 302, you know. So you figure, well, that's a pretty raw, visceral kind of car. And then the APR, you know, you drive a Viper ACR, you're just like, oh my god! Well, that <laughs> there goes that. I yeah, mean, my it's, Mustang it's, is. Yeah, it's a whole other level. How
2: how much rougher is that than like the Z28? Because the z 28s is pretty race car too. Z28
0: is pretty race car as well. But the ACR, and the you know the thing that the ACR does, it gives you all the levels of adjustability that most of your, the cars that you have yeah. on the on the road do not have. And you Vipers
1: know? used to not have. Right, right. It was so either I'm. Going Going straight, oh, shoot, I'm dead. The
0: only right.
2: other car I can think of that has that out of the box is a GT3. Right.
0: Yeah, same same type of thing. And most, most of your GT3 drivers aren't going to drive that no. car the way that the, it can be driven. Um, so, you know, the, the Viper ACR is a whole other ball of wax. I'm really excited to see that the uh, Road and Track Performance Car of the Year, uh, that's going to be going on later on this month. Um,
2: but do you feel it would have been more amusing if you'd had that supercharged drivetrain in it?
0: if the power would come on a lot faster. That's yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Um I don't know what it would do to the balance of the car or anything like that. I mean, well, I'm not, I'm not a probably like lose that. about 50 pounds off the front right, of the so car. Right. So it should be better in theory, right? But I don't, And it's going to be
2: further back in the engine bay, too. Yep.
1: Interesting. Now, as a Boss 302 owner, mm-hmm. are you paying attention
0: to the new Shelby? Um, if by paying attention to you mean like have like every waking second dedicated <laughs> to it, then yes the answer is i I'm um gonna be going down to drive it at Seabring mm-hmm. um, next month in October and I'm really. Hoping I don't love it as much as I think I will, because <laughs> <laughs> because well, I'm not sure I can afford it. Uh, but, you know, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that the every everything if you've seen of of the GT350 so far indicates that it's going to outperform cars that cost two and three oh, times yeah. as much as it Easily. does. Um, now, whether you actually find a Ford dealer that will sell it to you at that part, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, with a starting sticker price of forty-seven. Now, granted, that's before Tracker Tech package no, or know, Magna Ride still. suspension. But I mean, think about it. if you're, if you're just going to be driving that car on the road and enjoying the you know enjoying it on the road, like ninety-nine percent of the owners will be. You'll get the noise. You'll get It'll, the noise. Yeah. You'll get the rah rah rah, and you don't need the Tracker Tech package for all that. It seems so.
2: like from from initial things that I've read on it the R is not really that
1: big of a jump over the oh I've heard uh, that's not what I've heard at all carbon, the carbon fiber wheels the carbon
2: fiber and the, wheels and the tires right unsprung, unsprung weight thing, yeah. I, well, I'm hearing the some wheels are, the wheels are one shit. thing
1: but I mean you can always buy wheels for a lot less sure sure so now so everybody listening is going to want to punch me in the mouth here Mark might want to slap me a little bit I got invited I to drive the car at Laguna Seca okay yeah. I said no
0: I did too I did too
1: well, did you get invited by Ford or Shelby? Uh, I got invited by Ford Performance. See, here's the thing. I got invited by Shelby. Okay. So, that means I would have to drive there and not have a hotel. Oh. I, I have like a that. newborn child, Laguna Seca is 6 hours each way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can I just fucking can't do that. Now, a bunch of journalists got this so this this were all the stories everybody's seeing online. We're mm-hmm. at the Laguna Seca. Right. Ford, not Shelby. Ford flew in a bunch of, you know, regular journalists who go to this stuff put them out there for a day or two because it's a nightmare to get to Laguna Seca from San Francisco wherever they were staying mm-hmm. yeah it's not close flights, at all flights hotels the normal press deal you know here have some shrimp and some wine which you know I make that noise <laughs> but I happily attend them uh, right, I, wasn't, I wasn't I wasn't giving I wasn't being given that option but on the on the email I got from Shelby which was you know thank you very much by the way Shelby for inviting me this isn't a knock on Shelby um they they said oh well, if you can't make this it also be at Road America Sebring and like one or two other Lime Rock other tracks okay and wow well, that'd be great too I've
0: never driven that that's one that's the on. one Pharaoh's going to I, I might reschedule so I can go hang out with him fuck I
1: want I want to drive Road America because I've heard it's incredible I want to mm-hmm. drive Lime Rock I don't really care to drive Sebring because I've heard it's awful
0: I have heard Sebring's awful but I'm like I want to go drive Sebring right you know it's Sebring oh I yeah. would Lime do Rock
1: it. As, I drove pole position
0: as, as a do, kid you yeah, know? yeah I was like as Sebring I found shortly
2: earlier t- you know earlier today Lime Rock second track you go to in Forza 6 right after you finish the,
1: the
0: intro really? lap nice pseudo yeah. really. plug it's
1: um, <laughs> tell Forza they owe us $33 the,
0: the only other difference is I the I think the Lime Rock dates are like September 29th and 30th or something like that and I'm like you know driving in New England at the end of September oh, I'm not sure that that weather foliage yeah I'm not sure that that weather is going to be as awesome as you want it to be actually though.
1: September you're right fun. on the end you, you actually it's probably the best time to be at Lime Rock Park it'll be yeah. kind of
0: cool you know, so I mean, you know, the engine over like if I'm not how the tires are like 55 degrees or whatever. It so is, you know?
1: I I responded to Shelby. Was like, hey, I can't make this. I really appreciate the invite. I would love to do Road America or one of the other ones. Are you paying for travel? No, we don't have the budget for that. Which is the answer I expected. It was kind of like a let's see what they say. Um, but like, all right, I can't make it. Let me know if it's going to be in the Southern California fleet. And I didn't hear an email back because <laughs> I'm sure it won't be. I don't think um, so. But. So there you go everybody listening. Sometimes you get these invites and sometimes you just can't go.
0: Well, sometimes that's for like the Hyundai Sonata Hybrid that you can't go, and other times it's for the GT350R. You know, so you're like,
1: ah! "That was weird that you picked Hyundai Sonata Hybrid because they just they earlier this year, they had an event in Huntington Beach. I was there. That is that is five minutes walking distance to where I live okay. That' Shorebreak Hotel, Shorebreak Hotel Yeah, I yeah. live right near there
0: by the way they made the mistake of overlapping us with the mommy bloggers oh
2: oh were <laughs> you on the hunt
0: <laughs> I'm a happily married man, okay. so I was not. But Luke Van De Zand, the hey buddy from uh, GoodLittleAutoGuide. dot com. I think we know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. Formerly
1: of Auto, formerly of AutoGuide.
0: Auto now, now with a Lamborghini. Now in PR. Italy at the factory or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Him and his size twenty eight jeans. So you were I'm probably
1: having drinks well. at Zimzala. Like I literally, yeah, yeah, I know exactly yeah, yeah. across from Bruxy and in yeah, Ocean. Had dinner at Dukes. <laughs> oh, so at least they brought you the, to the nicest restaurant in the area without right. going to Newport Beach. Yeah, they took us they down to Torrey Pines
0: to the, for lunch, which was nice.
1: You didn't end up doing the <laughs> standard Pizza Lounge, but oh, dude, I love Pizza Lounge. I know, Don't I, know, I do. By, but that's, that's my been, jam. But like <laughs> <a lot of laughs> trip there,
2: that's like the standard
1: place. See, so the funny thing is, so I didn't go to that. Be, well, I had a good reason. Yeah. I was in. I was. I either... Your wife was probably ring. in labor at that point. No, 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 This was before that. I was either okay. at the ring okay. or at Isle of Man. So okay. I was one Good of choices. those two. Yeah. Good choices. So Good I choices. sent someone else to that one. But it was. Okay. I just... I actually wanted to check out Shorebreak and stay there. So, hey Jeff, so just next so you know, time that happens, send me. Okay. I'll go. Sorry.
2: So just
0: so you know, uh, here's a plug. I am a Kempton Inner Circle member. Is this a Kempton? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Shorebreak is a Kempton. So that means you know I stay at at least 15 different Kemptons a year. And um, for people who don't know, kempton if you're staying at hilton's marriott star wars or fuck that noise go to kempton kemptons even, are like affordable w's well it's 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 um you know they just got purchased by ihg not that long ago which i was worried might you know denigrate the quality of the experience but not in the least so do you get
1: uh is that hilton or hyatt
0: it's uh so you- like Holiday Inn, like all oh. that, like Intercontinental, uh, ho- you know that kind of okay. stuff. Um, but they've luckily they've kept the reward. I don't know how this turned into a travel blog. Oh you know, no, a we, we a this sudden. is
1: what we do. We go on. Ten. But yeah.
0: uh, but no, they've kept that separate from the IHG rewards. Thank okay. God, so that you don't have people who earn their Holiday Inn, you know, Express points, you know, coming to fucking right. at the you know with you at the surfcomber down in Miami Beach. Um, but no, yes, if uh, if you have not stayed at the Kempton, there's I believe 59 of them in the country. Now now my, my friend Sean has actually stayed at more Kimptons than there are kemptons because some of them have gotten you know like gone away gone, gone away so he stayed at over <laughs> 60 Kimptons and there's only 59 left That's
1: fantastic he's but, like their fucking ambassador oh,
0: when uh when he has birthday the CEO tweeted out like a message like happy birthday Come Sean on. yeah it's, it's true <laughs> um so uh, but no i i whenever i the, i'm actually not staying at kempton this week in LA i'm kind of bummed about it. i'm staying at the West in LAX but um that's funny, but the Palomar and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Beverly Hills Wilshire. Yeah, definitely come to LA, stay there. That's there's my plug. I got nothing for that, but I'm just saying. So you the, do that
1: the, I heard about the drive route because now we're switching to the Hyundai mm-hmm. event. And Back to the Hyundai I actually event. I like everybody I know who works at Hyundai. Yeah, I all get their people. cars have become fantastic over the last few years.
0: The drive route sounds like it was the most garbage. Awful, like highway. You're on the, hi- you're was, on the you're, five. You're on the highway. Yeah, you drove, the down, the drove to down the five. Drove down the five to Torrey and then came back. And the funny thing was, I mean, we we're driving the hybrid and the plug-in hybrid. I got 29.6 miles per gallon on the highway and the hybrid. I was like, well, what the fuck is the point of this? Right.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? If I mean, you baby a Challenger, you can do that. Right.
0: I, I can get like 25 in my boss on the highway. So <laughs> Although, I'm like, yeah. What? I had that car in,
2: te- in Texas. And on a Texas highway, I was able to squeeze out over 40.
0: But See, that's, that's a driving. different highway than <laughs> no, California. you drive like me. That's Maybe what that I means. just. Suck. But you know, the funny thing on the on the Sonata Hybrid, they had the little um, display that showed like economical, normal, and aggressive, and it broke your driving to percentages. And did I, it dip into a point? Where it's like, oh, are you a Beruth? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like holy shit. Um, the
2: big difference though is in Texas. There's nobody in your way. You cruise at a constant speed that entire true. time. There's that's no true. throttle modulation. That's yeah, true.
1: but if you can, if you're like a crazy eco guy, you can fucking. Um, do the Wayne Gurdis approach. I was going to say,
0: there's shy like Wayne Gurdis would probably know how to drive it better than I. And what's funny is, I have had so many, like, e internet fights with Wayne Gurdis about. Have you ever things. met him in person? I, and I hadn't met him in person until that launch, but we kind of crossed paths. And I used to make fun of him for, like, you know, taking his mom to press events and stuff like that, because I was like, that's not awesome. Um, but uh, on the <laughs> other hand, he seemed like a really cool guy. So, Wayne, if you're listening, I apologize for ever making fun he's of you very, on the internet. He's a very
1: you're, friendly guy. He's very takes friendly fuel economy crazy seriously I was at a press event and we get to dinner and I'm talking with another journalist friend of ours Mike Harley Mm -hmm. and we're talking about oh we did this oh the mileage was good we were right actually close to EPA estimates which usually doesn't happen right Harley drives he's not as a heavy foot um, out on the road as I am on the track though the dude can fucking wheel Um, sure but we get in, and Wayne comes in, and, he, and we're like, "Oh, what'd you do? You know, fuel economy. It must have been some kind of hybrid launchers. What? Who fucking cares?" Uh, <laughs> but so he uh, he comes in, and he was like seven to ten over EPA. And he was fucking sore about it because normally he's higher than that.
0: Uh, and like say, say, say it was like
1: 36, 37 on the highway. He was at 44, 45. And he's, he's like, nah, it wasn't a good day. I was like, holy shit. Like he, this dude sets Guinness records for going through all 48 contiguous states in the correct amount of time. And hitting. he'll do it in like a Jetta hybrid and do 53 miles a gallon through over the course of 48 states. C- counting uh, mountain passes and and it's in, it's insane. Yeah. This is his thing, and he gets paid a lot of money. He's to like do the anti
0: Ed Bolian. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the anti. No, I don't want to say he's the anti hooniverse because we it's, don't like to be anti anything in Universe. We love the whole scope of driving. So he's like the other end of I, it. Maybe you know, maybe the, that's a good way to look at it. The he's the other end. end. Other and the practicality the thing right.
2: is a big big thing. For way bigger than our market is it's bigger than our audience, you know the whole fuel economy yeah, but thing. not as
1: extreme as he goes
2: right, but you know that's that's a th- that's a thing that some people appeal to. We just don't care about fuel economy so long as it's not annoying
1: the number of times we have to fill up. Somebody asked me what I'm getting in my truck, and I said, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't give a shit. By the way, my truck's running. Woo! I almost yeah. drove it here, but then I was like, oh, we're starting a little earlier today, even though we did it because we did yeah, TST. Yeah, ran long um, By the way, listen to which episode TST? You know? I have no idea. Okay, so Mark and I were I, – yes. Mark was on it. I came in at the tail end and yeah. drank some of their beer. Um, yeah. But, yeah, my truck's running. I was about to drive it here because it's in that good a shape. Did you work on it with Rick? Yes. Okay. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's dive into my truck. Uh, cool. So uh, let's dive you, into your truck. If you don't know, I don't Mark, know. I have a nineteen sixty five Ford F one hundred. Oh, fantastic! I bought it. Uh, it's shit. Over. A, I mean, it's been about a year. Has it been that long already? I no. I, I think I bought it after the holidays. So probably January February twenty fifteen. That's when I bought it. Beginning of this year. Uh, I I wanted a project vehicle. I have a project vehicle that's been in the shop for <laughs> 2 years. You want a project years. vehicle you can use. It's a it's a 198 my other project vehicle is a 1984 Mercedes-Benz wagon. Oh. 300TD. Okay. We ripped Good the choice. diesel motor out and we're putting a 5.7 liter hemi in it. <laughs> that's why it's been in the shop for 2 years because we're f- we're they're still figuring out how to make the engine and trans are bolted in, and the engine fits in like it was fucking made for it. It's beautiful. Harrison, are you gonna talk?
3: Am I? Yeah, You should talk. <laughs> Is he weirding you out because he's just listening? You know, so, I mean, I, I feel you can
1: like, be a hype
0: man if you want. I, I, I feel like you need to contribute. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean Wait, no, right no, job. no, hold on. Let's. What do you have to say?
3: Um. <laughs> Good job, man. All right, let's move on. Right. So there's a reason you don't talk. I got it. I got it now. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm still- <laughs> sorry about my HOV stickers I'm waiting on them it's been like three months you don't have those by I the way Harrison drives an electric Fiat and I would still <laughs> go through a carpool even without them and be like dude it's well, a it's fucking the parking I don't want parking tickets and I can park oh, for free that in Santa sucks. Monica and Manhattan sp- Beach you don't get those when you buy the car at the dealership They're- no because you have to have the plates in order to send in the form because it's bureaucracy and
0: that sucks people's yeah. republic of California man
3: yep
1: so a lot of people like to shit on that but there are some good things like when i talk to people i was talking to my father-in-law who lives in rhode island and he has this kit car dune buggy that he's been working on for 30 years it's it's never going to see the road even though i want you know like a myers manx (laughs) knockoff um and we're driving to my truck and he's like you don't need to get this smogged or inspected i was like it's pre-75 and inspected like even our new car's all we have to do is pass smog. Like they don't give a shit. You don't go in and like, oh, well, your turn
2: signal's out. The inspection thing cuts both ways though, because there are a lot of dangerous hunks of shit on the road too. Yeah.
1: yeah. But but we could get away. But so he'll see like an actual Myers Manx, because it is California. Cruise down PCH and be like, how the fuck is that? Like no fenders, one mirror, <laughs> no rear view mirror, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe one brake light. And he's like, how's that road legal? I'm like, well, because it's. It- before 75 no one gives a shit so people bag on California and yes they should right. uh, because I have gotten a letter in the mail about my truck because somebody reported me anonymously to car because they saw it blowing smoke
0: <laughs> see now in Kentucky the greatest they letter were, I ever got. in Kentucky they report you if you don't blow smoke right. you yeah, like the, All right, the, the wrong call, oh, sir, right? call? <laughs> yeah, oh, most of that guy must be one of them homosexuals yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you so in Kentucky you show up with your vehicle and by the way I love in Kentucky that's why I mentioned this in Kentucky you show up for vehicle inspection they said you have a gun rack if it's no you fucking fail <laughs> right Okay, Obama voter, get the fuck out of here. Do you have a Confederate flag sticker in your car? No, fuck you. Get out. But wait, I like bourbon. Hey, we all like bourbon. <laughs> yeah, all right. Did did you uh, you know? Are you a UK supporter? Do you like John Calipari? All right, we God. can we can we can balance some of that out. John Calipari, yeah. um, he is the the priest of uh, of the Kentucky high religion was, of really, Kentucky was, basketball.
2: Kentucky was all over the news this morning.
0: Oh yeah, with Rowan County. Yeah, that's funny. My wife teaches at Moorhead State University, uh, which is in Rowan County, and uh, which is very you know. Um, it's the university, right? So everybody who's on faculty at the university is typically very liberal, high-minded. They're educated. They're educated speaking. people. My wife has a DMA, which is a Doctor of Musical Arts, which basically means that you spend a hundred thousand bucks on student loans to make forty-eight grand a year. It's a good it's a anything good, it's a with good arts decision. at
2: the end of it. That's what happens. That's
0: what happens, right? <laughs> So yeah, she's all like, "Oh my God, Rowan County in the news again!" You know, people think we're the most you know uneducated, you know, you know backwoods people in the world. I'm like, well, that's kind of because you are. Just saying, that's, <laughs> there's a reason we don't live there, honey. You know, um, but yeah. Anyway, Kentucky yeah, you, in the news. You
2: can't really defy a federal ruling that made national news. Oh, that's where that was.
0: Yeah. Now I know
1: what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. yeah so yeah, Rowan County Clerk, of course, is the declining gay marriage. So now she's not she's not issuing marriage licenses to anybody. Well, gonna be
1: in contempt. To court soon, so. right?
0: Oh, looks they like already
1: a, ruled she is
2: in yeah Of course, she
0: looks like one of those people that's on like a Jerry Springer show for like your hair is too long and all wrong. You know, one of those oh, kind of God, situations. Yeah. Nice.
2: She was wearing. This is a woman that was like 50 years old wearing a jumper. I mean, <laughs> you can you can get a sense of like how sad her life is just by looking at her for two seconds. So uh. You
0: could go to Rowan County. You can toss sad the to life. is. I'm just telling you, like the literacy rate is like the equivalent of like most hedgehogs. You know, well, it's, like, it's, uh, it's not I, awesome.
1: I guarantee they could have done a better job. At fixing my truck than I did before Rick came out. Oh yeah, by we're way, talking about your yeah, truck. By the way, yeah, back to your truck. How was yeah. that as a segue? Hey, uh, right. well, back to your truck because they actually probably know fucking Ford three fifty two. So that they do. I um, I replaced the radiator in it. Which is a big step because cooling was one of the main problems. So I got a new radiator. Surprisingly the, easy to put in. The, isn't pr- it? Well, no, because the uh, radiator core support was chewed up from the previous owner, so nothing bolted correctly. So my radiator is held in by about 12 zip ties, <laughs> as okay. tight as I can get them. The radiator doesn't budge, oh. it's temporary. But it's in there. What do you? Is, and it's not like I drive the car fast. It's hmm. an old pickup truck. I just cruise. PC. Are you getting a new radiator support? Or I don't
2: know yet what I'm going to do. <laughs> if you want, we can go to Home Depot after this, and I can show you how to fix it cheaply.
1: Are you, are, is it involve welding? Because I can't weld. No,
2: no, it doesn't involve welding. It All will right. involve
1: drilling, but that's about it. So, so it's in the radiator's in. Yeah. Um, so now I was like, you know what? I want to fix my temp gauge because the temp gauge in the cab was jacked up from one time when I overheated my truck. It like it, it started at maybe 260 and then read down to the bottom of the gauge where there were no numbers, and that's how I knew I was in normal operating temp. I'm like, I got to fix that. So somewhere – you know the, the, the cable inside the spring from a mechanical temp gauge? Mm-hmm. That got ruined is what it is. Um, so I, I went on auto meter, got a new gauge. Fucking looks way nicer than the shit gauge that was in there before. It's like a nice looking gauge. It actually looks makes the other two gauges, the volt and the oil pressure, look like shit because it's not an autometer gauge. Sorry, and it's a, like a insulated wire. But to reach where the temp sensor goes into the engine, I had to remove the distributor. Oh. I didn't mark anything. Oh. I okay. the distributor. <laughs> <laughs> because why would you? Because I don't know. Right? I bought this truck to learn how to wrench, is Fair really enough. what it is. Fair enough. So, I pull the distributor I, I get finally get the temp cage in. I had to peel back part of the like a hole in the firewall to make the fucking nut for the temp sensor fit in anyway. But whatever. So I finally get that in. I put the distributor back in. Now my truck won't start. Fuck. And I knew it was because I, I fucked with the distributor. So I'm talking to people, like, Alright, here's what you gotta do. You pull the distributor out, you make sure the engine is at top dead center on the compression stroke. For the number one cylinder. All right, this is going to be an adventure. All right, now mm-hmm. read up. Let's go. How to do that? You can feel it, or you can pull the head off. Make sure the uh, make sure it's loose. Uh, t- take the uh, valve cover off and feel the um, the, the rocker arm oh, the other, so that they're the they're, other option. You pull the plug out and look or feel out. the compression on the. Well, you, you can't just look at it. You have got to feel that it's on the compression stroke. Is what it is, um, because it, uh, it's going to be backwards or it's going to be right. So you point the 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 point inside the and I'm going to be saying wrong shit here so mm-hmm. you point the uh the thing that spins around inside the, the distributor you, Yes, that because thingy. I have points mm-hmm. you point that tw- so I read it as a as you point it towards the number 1 cylinder oh no you're supposed to point it towards the number 1 spark plug wire on mm-hmm. the cap which is about A hundred degrees away. (laughs) So I do everything I thought people told me to do. I went out and bought a timing light. I was going to use my timing light. I'm going to look at the timing. It's really easy to see on the harmonic balancer down there. You can see the fucking marks. I understand what to do once I get to that point. I never made it to that point because it's like... flames are shooting out the carburetor (laughs) like the timing is so wrong (laughs) pop pop i have my fire extinguisher i'm like this is not right this uh, what the fuck so i call friend of hooniverse rick radcliffe he's a shop teacher for norco high school okay he's helping with my civic he's done stuff for the hoon truck he's done tons of stuff for the tst guys they've got the million mile luxus right right? now yes he does right now um so he comes out on a sunday because he's single and I promised him. <laughs> and I promised him beer. And we'll get to this later. He came out in an E39 M5. I, Ooh, I drove that car, a little which while. I never Ooh. got to drive. Dream car, and it lived up to all the hype. But you back have to, to Whisper when you say that because it's about hype. <laughs> it lived up to all
0: the hype. E39 M5 lived up to all the
1: hype. Uh, Everyone's like turning their thing up now. They're like turning it back down. Alex Roy says you're all cowards. <laughs> <laughs> so the. The, so he comes out And his thing was I'm not going to work on it I'm going to tell you what to do Which was great He, he I conducted it. it like class So I'm like This is what I did yeah. And he's like Oh oh no You're supposed to point it this way <laughs> oh, no. We did that We tightened it down Oh and also The first time When I lined up the distributor And put it back I never uh, put the little piece That locks the distributor in place So when I went and Fired it up You know The distributor could have popped Wherever mm-hmm. So I point it To where it's supposed to be Fired right the fuck up I'm just wanted to like bash my head into do you the not fan like there's like a no Chilton's or a Haynes manual.: I actually have the reproduction original service manuals for my truck. Oh you do, which are really cool looking. Um, but but no, they they don't make a Chilton's for my truck. so I have the actual Ford shop manuals. Whatever. that's uh, probably better anyway.: It is. Yeah. So then we set the timing, we did all this, fucking drove it. So now, timing's good. Um, cooling is good thanks to the zip ties holding tight. Uh, the truck's running okay. I get to do plugs and wires because there's a little bit of stumble on throttle load. Um, and here's me being an idiot again. I always think like, oh, you need to get like the best of something. <laughs> so You're driving an F100, Jeff. Well, that's what yeah, it comes you, back you to. We don't have
0: the best of anything right now. So
1: <laughs> it's, the engine's not even the best shape. Like eights down on compression. Um, <laughs> so I bought plugs and wires. I bought iridium spark plugs. Oh, no. I haven't put them in yet. <laughs> so I was, ta- I was talking to co-owner of Hooniverse, Tim O'Dell, who does know how to work on cars very well. He, I said, hey, do I, I don't need to gap Iridium plugs, right? He's like, he's like, you bought Iridium plugs for your truck? He's like, you buy $99 Champion spark plugs for that thing. He, and I, I, these things were $35 for four of them. So I'm about to put $70 worth of spark plugs when I should be putting $8 worth of spark plugs in mm-hmm. my truck. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you don't need anything fancy. You just need a plug that's gapped.
1: Yeah, no, no. Well, Iridium spark plugs, you actually can't gap them because you'll break them. You're like
0: the Iggy Azalea of F100 owners right now. You're so fancy.
1: (laughs) Oh,
2: that's so sad but so funny. I bet you those Iridium plugs wouldn't even run well on that truck. We'll see.
1: (laughs) We'll see. Um, Yeah, we'll see. But the truck is running, and it's running cool. The next thing we have to do is drive shaft, uh, which I'm actually going to bring to Norco to let Rick and his kids work on because it needs the um, center bearing needs to be replaced because it's worn, but it's a $14 part, and I don't think they can screw it up. So no. we'll see what happens. That And that's a thing
2: you don't want to do on the ground. You'd much rather do that on a lift. Right, So
1: right, right. Makes sense. Yeah, so either way, I'm, uh, uh, I'm happy that the truck is drivable again. It's fun to take on a ride and cruise around, especially in Huntington Beach, PCH, perfect spot for it gets all kinds of thumbs up it because the truck does look pretty good yeah. um it just needs a radio now and we're working on that so
0: speaking of pch have you heard the uh, sublime with rome record
1: sublime with rome yeah
0: so you, you know sublime right of you course, know, yeah. you know, so long beach All-Stars, all-stars so they have this new young kid rome rodriguez plays guitar and sings and they had a record it came out a couple years ago and they have a great song called pch and it's all about, I I won't sing for you, but, uh, um, <laughs> although I could. But, uh, if you haven't, they have a great song. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's all about, you know, it's my way or the Pacific Coast Highway. So every time oh. you talk about that, it's my way or Pacific Coast Highway. See, I told you I, I wasn't going <laughs> to sing, but then I did. <laughs> Uh really good song, so I highly recommend it. For for those of you who have Spotify, it's free. Go check it out. It's, <laughs> it's, it's quite good.
1: BCH is our version of US1. Here's, right. here's how, how crazy California is. My, my friend, uh, some of you who follow Hooniverse will know him as Tom, the guy with the Firebird that we filmed a couple times for Hooniverse. He moved back to Chicago. When he was out here, his doctor in Newport Beach was the, I think, saxophone player for Sublime or really? Long Beach Dub All-Stars. Yeah, it's his really? doctor. Like his general <laughs> his Yeah That's it. that's California
0: That's kind of awesome
1: That guy's like Hey uh, we, we're, we can't schedule appointments For the next two weeks Because I gotta go I'm on a tour well, that's yeah, like tour. Jonathan Ward That was here early You know From
2: oh, Icon God, Yes
1: He was like Teen Idol star
2: And if you've ever seen The shitty Mac, Mac and Me and movie me. He's in Mac and Me
0: oh,
2: He's my God.
1: Mac Yep no, wait, Or is he me He's me he's, <laughs> he's me. He's, he's not the, the alien He's not the alien He's the kid So yeah. you know those famous clips Of Paul Rudd Fucking around with uh, Conan Yeah that's fucking Jonathan Ward, who builds Icon Broncos, and and it's California is the weirdest place. That it is it's it's
0: like one of those nbc the more you know do 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 yeah doo.
1: i sent him a a picture of the alien on his facebook and he just was dying he's like most people who know me don't know that because <laughs> like, the alien's really weird looking and yeah. it's like making this stupid well face. i remember when i put it together and i told you when you were like no fuck yeah that. i think i went on my computer right then back when the tst internet used to still work
0: um uh, before they switched to time warner apparently
1: now uh harrison what do you have to say about that it sucks.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank this you. This is a guy that has to upload videos, and it doesn't really happen.
0: Oh
1: shit! You just got slammed by Hayes Davis. No, I mean because of the
0: fucking bandwidth. It's not. It's Harrison's he's, fault. He's busting your chops it's not Harrison's there. Fault. No, he may, he may not talk very much, but he does know how to upload
3: videos. Her- I feel. I feel. Yeah, so he, he does. He just that. doesn't have the ability. He doesn't uh, have. Apparently, ability. I'm also not allowed to. Matt's been doing that. Uh, so, how uh, is your uh, Fiat? I'm loving it. We're getting a fast charger installed at the house. Nice. It's from 1962. The house, not the Okay. I was going to say, the fast charger, that probably wouldn't work. uh, This makes the electricity go bing. We're replacing all of the wiring from when it comes off the street to going into my car. Okay. Good idea.
1: Good idea. That's the only fun Fiat 500 to drive, counting the Abarth, is the E. Well, that and, when you know... I remember being Harrison's Modern age, fiat. and this is
2: where I pulled the old man's speech. I remember when I was your age. my day. It would have been great if I had a car that had zero expenses then.
0: Wouldn't that have been awesome? Yeah, I Minus, mean, yeah.
1: Other than tires, I mean, yeah. And the, what is it? Are you one of those guys who's paying less than 100 a month? Were you part of that group? I
3: was not allowed to be. Oh. They said no.
1: That stinks. Um, so, now, wah, wah. Yeah. How's, how's your fleet doing, Christoph? Yeah. Uh, so the
2: Fiesta is all back together, and it is Fucking brilliant. Because um, it's a
0: Fiesta. I mean, of it was good to start
2: with, and now, uh, now I'm very, very happy with that car. It's much faster than it has any right to be. Um, the So I've got – Mountain gave me a bunch of parts. all will go fast stuff.
0: Mountain, I could also use some parts. Mark.beruth, at gmail.com well, send them over. We'll talk after this. Chris. All right.
2: Yeah. will uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pierce, I'm famous, don't you know? Pierce Motorsports, uh, the chassis bracing on there fucking great. Uh, and I paid for that, and I'll give them a plug on that. That stuff was so damn good. Uh, I got the PowerFlex bushings on there, which make a huge difference on the Fiesta. Um, just because the stock bushings are a rubber bushing that is... It doesn't actually rotate. It's It kind of just bends, so it's springy, and it adds to the overall spring rate of the car. Uh, changing to the, the PowerFlex bushings were a huge, huge difference. But that car overall is... Much better than a little front-wheel drive hot hatch is any right to be now. Nice. So, Very And then nice. the Corvette, uh, There, I got my new brakes at the house. Uh, I got my seats. Um, now I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do as far as uh, uh, heads
1: and a cam go. So, good problems to have. Mm-hmm. How's how's your fleet of machines doing? Well,
0: my fleet is my fleet is fantastic. Um, so you know, for those of you who don't know, I'm a blue oval guy. I have a Ford Flex for the family vehicle. And I've got the. Bottom. I love the Ford Flex. Is by that the way. You know, whenever I see somebody like, I almost feel like it's like giving the Corvette wave. You know, when you drive a Flex, when you see another Flex, you're like, "What's up, my nigga?" Because you know, those are those are those are people who know what's up. Right? Three and, because, and a half liter EcoBoost? Uh, no, oh. I just have the regular old you didn't V6. Get the 50, Thousand dollar flex. No. I bought the SE on uh, on X plan, so I got for less than thirty grand, you know, oh. after rebates. And uh, it's just a great car. I mean, I've, I've got a seven year old son and a four year old daughter, and they just go in, they snap themselves in. It's perfect. I mean, it's and fuel economy is good.
2: Big car too. You got a lot of room. It's the anti minivan minivan. It is.
0: Yeah. I mean, and um, so like I said, whenever I see somebody else who has a flex on the road, I'm like that. That's somebody who knows it's what's kind up. Of like
2: it's kind of like an old truckster, but lifted.
0: It it's, really is. Um, it's it's the last true station wagon in America, as far as I'm concerned. As far as like a family station wagon, it's the last one.
2: You know what? I put in second on that mm. Tesla Model S. Well, with the, yeah, with the jump seats <laughs> in the rear. <laughs> yeah,
0: true, true, truth. Uh, so I've got the Flex that's rocking. I've got the Boss three hundred two, which continues to grow in value every day that I own it, um, which is just insane. Um, But not
1: quickly enough for GT350 ownership.
0: (laughs) Well, the funny thing is that I think what's going to happen is people are going to go and try to buy a GT350 and realize that that if they can get on the list, it's going to cost them ten grand over a sticker. And they're going to say, hmm, well, maybe maybe a Boss 302 wouldn't be so bad. Mm. And so I think that I mean, right now, mine has 30,000 miles on it, and it's still maybe only 15% depreciated from when I bought three years ago. I think that's going to continue to go up from there.
2: So, would the plan be to then try and get rid of it that first year of GT350 production? Because, you know, the place, the country's going to be lousy with them come second year.
0: Right, right. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. The plan is to try to unload it at the time when um, GT350s are still hard to come by. And people are desperate. right. Um, then because I've got a two-year lease on my Fiesta ST, so you know, worst comes to worse, I can just drive the Fiesta around. But I don't drive the Boss that much anyway. To be honest with you, the Fiesta gets better gas miles, It's just as fun to drive, and you can drive it much closer to its limits than you can the right. Boss on the on a road. Yeah. And then, yes, I am one of the four thousand auto journalists that has a Fiesta ST. And <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I always think, and I I, I said this with TST earlier, is that auto journalism has. Created Quickly devolved into people who don't buy new cars recommending what people should buy for new cars. Yes, yeah, so Jeff, I'm raising my every hand. Ryan. So, um, you know, there was a... And I don't want to call anybody out, but I will. Doug DeMuro. Um, hey, Doug. How are you? Um, you know, r- <laughs> write, writing this piece about, you know, you should only buy, like, the base models of cars, to which I say, fuck that, because if that were the case, I'd have a Mustang six-cylinder and a Fiesta S. Right. Um, you know, so <laughs> and I'd probably be committing Harry Carey at some point. You know what? I'd point. rather have the Fiesta S than the Mustang six-cylinder. Oh, my God. I probably would, too. Well, I'd rather... It,
1: what's, what's the... It, Whatever
0: the three-cylinder is, that's the one I want. Yeah, the EcoBoost, okay. the one-liter EcoBoost, uh, the SFE. That yeah, yeah that's, a, that's not a bad little car. You can do some modifications to that. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, the the when you look at the other journalism business, there's a lot of people who are out there living $100,000 lifestyles on $30,000 salaries based on the fact that they're out there, you know, taking these press trips and eating at these restaurants and traveling first class and staying at places like the Shorebreak Hotel. Mm-hmm. and um, But they can't afford a new car. Right. So I'm like, you know, fuck those people with all due respect because, you know, if you're not going to put your own money on the line to buy a car, I don't really have a lot of respect for you. I mean, so when I see the Zach Bowmans and Johnny Liebermans and Chris Hayes and everybody else who's, you know, stepped up with their own money to buy Fiesta ST. I was going to
1: say all three of those have
0: bought Fiesta ST. Yeah, Yeah, that's something. Seriously, I think the take rate is probably on at least a quarter of the journalists I know. Yeah, because it's a great car. And let's, let's be honest, this auto journalism gig, I'm fortunate that I do it part time right, but there's for people who are doing it for a full time living, is it reasonable to expect you can make six figures a year doing this? No, Probably not. not
2: i don't even I'd be very surprised even like friends of ours that are at the very top of the game might just be scratching at six
0: figures right um, you know the editors at the at the print mags and the you know, stuff like that might be. Might uh, be. Some
1: of the buffs are still paying six, but yeah. but just to the top guys. Right, yeah. just to
0: the very top guys. I mean, I happen to be related very closely to a guy who writes for one of the buff mags, and I can tell you there's not that much money you know there. Who, I
1: mean, th- honestly, the the biggest websites that remain quiet but still push out stuff that consumers read – those are the ones who get paid. Talking about Edmonds, and I'm talking about Kelly Blue Book. If yeah, you sure. work there, yeah. you sure. have a good life.
2: Yeah, sure. Or if you're working for one of the big newspapers, or you're like Ugh. Dan I working, wouldn't want to work. You well, no, want, but Dan Deal and
1: the Wall Street Journal.
2: Yes,
0: they can make. You can make decent money because the big
2: papers have, have the readership. His
1: travel budget is
2: six
0: figures. Well, it's funny. I was talking when I was at the Hyundai Sonata launch, hybrid launch, uh, talking to a gentleman who was from Michigan. He said, "You know what? I used to be able to make sixty grand a year doing this, and now I can't make $30,000. And I just think that, and then you're you know, like, "Ugh, sixty grand." That's gross. I know, right? <laughs> Especially if you live in California, Michigan, shit. You know, you can buy an entire city block of Detroit on that. Um, but you know, once once you realize what the cost of living is in some other places across the country, like, oh my god. Um, so yeah, the fact that auto journalists have almost with one voice stood up and said, yeah, this is the car that we would buy, the Fiesta ST. Uh, I've been accused of people. I don't know why anybody would accuse me of getting free shit because, you know, <laughs> you know the truth about cars, we serve about, uh, let's say, a million readers a month. But are we at the level of a Jalopnik or a Motor Trend? No, of course not. It, so be
2: told, and, and most of the people in the industry, like myself, the only thing we really ever get free shit for are parts for project cars. Right. That's the most we get.
0: So when, when I got my own Fiesta ST, people are like, well, you know, how can you, you know, uh, Ford must be you. I'm like, nope. I went to, I went to Paul Miller Ford in Lexington, Kentucky and printed off my X-Plan certificate and said, here you go. Here's what I'm going to pay for the car. Um, you yeah, know, and so it is what it is. I, it's, um, one of those things that, um, the car is as good as advertised and I feel like the focus RS and, you know, that's why I only did a 24 month lease on my Fiesta ST because i I was kind of like waiting for the focus RS to come. So, you know, if, uh, it's, um, it's the whole, the whole Dilbert thing, right? You know, if I can do the Shelby GT 350 R or the focus RS, my answer is let's do both. Right. <laughs> you know, let's do both.
1: I'm flying to Kentucky to hang out then for the weekend. Absolutely. To drive all that <laughs> shit. Uh, Tell everybody where they can find you online.
0: Absolutely. You can find me online at thetruthaboutcars.com. I um, typically run about two to three times a week there. Um, I've also been contributing to jalopnik.com as of late. i uh, got a really cool article about driving a, a Friends 991 GT3 at Track Night in America there, which is also a really cool program. Um, so, yeah. I um, and, and you'll also be playing somewhere in North Carolina? Oh, gosh. You know, if you want to hear me play the saxophone, you can come to the Slippery no- the, the Slippery Noodle in uh, Indianapolis on July 11th and 12th, which sounds like a porn club, but it's not. <laughs> um, it's actually a really cool blues bar is over 100 years old. Um, it's Slippery Noodle, July uh, September 11th and 12th, or uh, you can come to the South End Wine Festival on October something, I think 17th, is that right? October 17th, yeah, I'll be p- p- performing there on the saxophone as well. You can also go to jackandbark.com to hear all of everything that we have that is not automotive related as well
3: nice uh harrison sure sure um <laughs> follow me on instagram harrison berdan b-e-r-d-a-n and uh dsd so you well should most check importantly out our- the newest the newest rally
2: car video that tst
3: did that's all harrison's work yeah and it is great the video on that is sad he deserves so much more than two hundred twenty thousand. i think last time i checked it's a pretty good video Pretty, especially when that gets hit in the nuts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris,
1: pimp the Shout Engine. Well, if
2: you've got an idea for a podcast or you already do one and, and want to get somewhere better, uh, come over to Shout Engine. We'll give you the <laughs> best analytics that you can find in the industry. Uh, nice. And we're rather inexpensive. And we'll give you a free account to start out with. Uh, and that's usually more than enough to uh, kind of feel, a, feel out the medium
1: and see and if then you like that, it then after that, go fuck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit isn't free. After that, start writing big checks. The yeah. internet's not free anymore, motherfuckers. Uh sorry, go ahead, Chris. Uh that's what, <laughs> I think that's that about covers it, Chuck. Okay, uh, and
2: you can find me on Twitter at Hayes Data and uh I usually uh talk to a lot of the fans have a good time
1: you do uh all right um follow me on instagram at hooniverse jeff follow me on twitter at jay glucker also follow at the hooniverse go to our facebook page we're jumping up uh, pretty good as of late facebook um i think we're the hooniverse on facebook because some shit I, we might be hooniverse i don't fucking know anymore uh go to our youtube channel and subscribe because that's going well as well uh, but also go to itunes and rate and review the podcast we can continue to climb that pod podcast ladder and bitch slap those in front of us uh, that is episode 119 maybe if it's not whatever we'll fix it next oh, week oh yeah wait go what? donate to the Justin Wilson oh, children's fund yes yes absolutely yes absolutely so uh, friend of Hooniverse Justin Wilson as you all know uh tragic accident uh in the second to last race of the season there is a a fun setup and 100 percent of the net proceeds go to his two daughters uh they're selling selling stickers and t-shirts so buy a shitload of stickers and a shitload of t-shirts i bought 10 stickers and a t-shirt the other day i'm gonna stick those stickers all over my cars my computer wear the t-shirt proudly and uh yeah let go do it for justin all right that's
2: uh 100 verse 119
0: peace out peace in the middle east